When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey guys, welcome back to the Story Song Podcast. This is another one of our classic episodes uh, from our first run. This is both. It's a it's a twofer. Uh, it's a two pack. We got it at Costco. This is uh, <laughs> this is this is it costs less if you buy them in bulk. It's my party, and I'll cry if I and I'll cry if I want to. And Judy's turn to cry, both by Leslie Gore. Um, and the reason why we did both is the second one is the sequel to the first one. So yes. again, right. it's like that. It's like those old uh, DVD packs you'd get at Best Buy in like the early 2000s of like yeah. <laughs> the, the three movies that are related to each other. So I, I Adam's Family and Adam's Family Values. <laughs> <laughs> Don't mind if I do. Uh, I do remember when we first did this, how excited we were and how much discussion there was about whether we should do these separately or together. Mm-hmm. But just the fact that we had that there was a sequel to it was yeah. so exciting yeah. to us. Um and and now we sort of talk about that a, a, a bunch. There's a bunch of songs it turns out that have sequels, mm-hmm. right? Uh, we I'm just sure I don't remember. All. I'm also sure at the time we were like, probably how like, "How am I oh. still supposed to live without you?" Yes, right. Yeah, or yeah. Convoy um, Two, the convoying. Yeah, <laughs> uh, another long, cool woman in a black dress. Sure. Kick Sixteen push. tons again. Kick push. Kick push. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thirty-two tons. <laughs> <laughs> kick push um, to keep on kicking yeah um i was gonna say yeah i mean i'm sure also when we i don't remember exactly but i'm sure we we're like oh geez uh two songs i mean this song was this this episode was almost 30 minutes long right, uh, right, right. uh <laughs> yeah. now it would probably be like four and a half hours if we tried to yeah, do that exactly but, you know it would be our gone um, with the wind <laughs> well uh we won't leave you in suspense we'll uh let you guys listen to this uh and uh we'll be back at the end uh to wrap it up so here here it is take a listen you're invited to the world's worst party and it's bloody aftermath this week on the story song podcast
back to the Story Song Podcast. I am Dan McInerney. I'm Michael Gazelle. And I'm Rachel Oaks. Thank you guys so much for tuning in all over the internet. Each and every week, we take a story song and we break it down, the story and the history and, and what we learn from it. And, and what about, but except for today, Daniel? Yeah. Today's a very special day on the Story Song it Podcast. It is, because we're doing two songs in one episode. Two what? songs for the price of one. How lucky are you guys? <laughs> right? And those songs are It's My Party and Judy's Turn to Cry, both by Leslie Gore. And the reason why we're doing both, if you don't know, is that Judy's Turn to Cry is a direct sequel. It is the Spider-Man 2. Uh, <laughs> Spider-Man is, was the first movie you went to in a sequel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, well, that was the first movie sequel ever. They, it's true. Really yeah, it's very true. Invented something new. It is the Adams Family Values. <laughs> there we go. To It's My Party's Adams Family. Sure. There we go. I like sure. that better. So uh, let's do the story of uh, this story song. So Is My Party is about Leslie Gore. Is what, The narrator. Nope. Yep. Nope. It Leslie is Leslie Gore. Gore's actual party. I yep. keep forgetting that. It seems like it's maybe some sort of like a birthday party or something. It's, I don't think it's yeah. stated, but she's a... It's just an of, early 60s kind of everybody sure. come over and dance There's to some record records on, in yeah. my living room. It's like a teenage party, but it's but it's most importantly her party. Yes. Uh, <laughs> and uh, Do not forget that fact or the rest of this is moot. Leslie's boyfriend, Johnny... Mm-hmm. has disappeared. Uh, no one seems to know where he is. And then Johnny walks back into the party. Oh, oh it's reported that... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> on the news. <laughs> Johnny and Judy disappeared at the same time. Mm-hmm. And isn't it suspicious that they left together and, and uh, they seem to be holding hands? Leslie's putting it all together and she says, it's my party and I'll cry if I want to. Judy walks back in uh, and she's wearing Johnny's ring. Mm-hmm. And Judy and Johnny are together and Leslie is just absolutely shattered about it. And that's the end of that story, or yeah. so you think. <laughs> you think it's over. Yeah. But it's but not. But it's not. And then, actually, at the end of the song, it says the end, and then a big question mark <laughs> is put on it. It's my party, and I'll cry if I want to. Cry if I want to. Cry if I want to. You would cry, too, if it happened to you. So this song was incredibly popular. So popular, they were like, we got to ride this gravy train a little further. Uh, and they well, released... the story wasn't done yet. No, there, was, exactly. there was more. You, you've got to know what tell. happens to these characters. Exactly. You can't. You can't leave her on like such a down note. Right. It was the Empire Strikes Back of uh, right. Of, <laughs> of starter songs. So uh, in Judy's turn to cry, it actually sort of hilariously recaps the first song <laughs> yep. for about yeah. two thirds of the way through. <laughs> Tells you everything that happened. Uh, but then we pick up with uh, new information. Leslie kisses another boy. Johnny jumps up and punches this boy mm-hmm. because he really loves Leslie. And they presumably get back together. And now that she's gotten Johnny back, it's Judy's turn to cry. Yeah, heartless bitch. <laughs> All right. now it's Judy's turn to cry. It's like Dallas. It's like uh, like there's just there's sort of like these mind games. It's yeah. very mm-hmm. like they're they're pitting one against the other. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. No, no two songs could be more fourteen year old girl. Yeah. than these two songs. <laughs> yeah. I will tell you, since I was a fourteen year old girl at one right. time. Yeah, this is this could not be more accurate. Last week, in fact. Yeah. <laughs> Happy birthday to me. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody knows where my Johnny has gone.
14-year-old girls do yeah. not give a crap who is around. If they're going to cry and have a breakdown, <laughs> they're going to cry. It's actually and have better a if there's an audience. There's, yeah, they love an audience. They, they need it. They feed off of it. And she says, you would cry too if it happened to you. And yeah. you know what? You might. And she's hoping that it doesn't happen to you because this was this was a bad time for her. What she's saying is, don't you judge me for crying. <laughs> walk, you don't know walk me. A, walk a mile in my little Mary Jane's <laughs> and you tell me that you're not going to cry. So um, so they're at the party and uh, poor Johnny, is just nobody knows where he is. She's running around, lemonade in hand, <laughs> punch in hand, going, where's Johnny? Where's yeah. Johnny? Where's Johnny? And not in the... Um, sure. The <laughs> not the short the circuit version. Sure. Not the DeBarge version of Where's Johnny. That's Who's Johnny. Who's Johnny. Yeah. Johnny. Drama's already going down. Like Because she starts with the core. She's saying, it's my party and I'll yeah. cry if I want yeah. to. She's not telling you why. She's not. She didn't even have a good time before this started. She's yeah. like, I'm crying. Everybody get off my back. Well, that's what I was going to say. Like, It feels like she's kind of loving this on some level. Mm-hmm. Right? A little that bit, she yeah. Get, that she gets to be this giant drama queen. That it's her party. I, I imagine her like in a nice party dress, just laying in the middle of the floor, yeah. crying and trolling. And was like, "Look, maybe you should like calm down. Get let's go. No, it's let's my go. it's my party. I can do whatever I want. If I want to lay in the middle of the floor, covered in cake, and cry my eyes out, you can't stop me, Mom. Leave this is alone. my party. Do you want some punch? Yes, I want punch. And we don't know what happened for Johnny to leap. Maybe they had a huge ass fight, and she was being a bit of a bitch because. Yeah. She's a bit of a bitch. <laughs> and he, that, he's like, I gotta go. I gotta yeah. go. So now she's got, you know, she's got tears streaming down her face. And she's like, where's Johnny? <laughs> where's Johnny? <laughs> but, but Judy left at the same time. That's that's just yeah. crazy. Well, Judy. Judy probably was going out to smart. console. She's an opportunist. Yeah. yeah. She saw an opportunity open up. Yeah. Because I assume Johnny sounds like he's probably like the captain of the football team. Yeah. I would assume, right? Usually that guy's named, named Johnny. Johnny. Yeah. yeah. I would assume so. I yeah. think so. everybody in 1963 is named Johnny. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think it's also interesting, like, <laughs> years later, uh, I think in 1963, the fact that Judy and Johnny left the party at, sa- at the same time mm-hmm. means something completely different than, right. than it would now. Like, two yeah. people leave a party at the same time. You know exactly what's happening. Yeah. A little... Yeah, they're making sound effects. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they're outside making a sound effect. <laughs> they're out. They they left the party to go yep. listen to a sound effect record. Uh-huh. That's what the kids. Has. That's what the kids do nowadays. Yeah. Uh, this is chains rattling. Whoa! <laughs> yeah, and I do like that. Uh, why is she holding his hand when uh, he's supposed to be mine? No. Which makes you think, like, was he really hers? That's the is thing. it just in in her head? Yeah, he's supposed to be mine. Does he know that? Yeah. Yeah, no, I and again, from experience, I will tell you that if you like, if you're a 14-year-old girl and you like a boy, it does not matter if he knows who you are or not, <laughs> he is yours. He might as well, you might as well be married because you, the moment you see him out of place with anybody else, you just are hysterical. Happened to me twice. <laughs> Happened to me twice. Well, these people... Why is George Clooney holding that model's hand? <laughs> right. These people are He's clearly... He's mine. All these people are clearly into drama. Right, because yeah. he, whether or not like they broke up or something, he starts <laughs> being with Judy at the party. Yeah, and Judy's like, "Hey, let's go outside. You can give me your ring, and then we'll come back inside." Sure. Not like, "Let's go somewhere else." Yeah, but, like, let's, let's leave make the party. Sure we go back into the party so everyone, including Leslie Gore, knows what just happened. He's like, "No time like the present." <laughs> right. I, I, I should break this to her in the middle of her birthday party. <laughs> um, and I, also, why would she invite Judy 
Anyway, I mean, we're, we're she and Judy's best friends, and then, like, do 14-year-old girls do this, that all of a sudden they're best friends, and then one... Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that happens a lot. that she invited to her party are also kind of terrible because they're playing all of her records and yeah. dancing all night yeah. mm -hmm. and she's like sitting there in the corner crying her eyes out. You would think somebody would be like, guys, let's break up this party. Yeah. I think the party's yeah. over now. Bring, and, and I mean, she's okay. Bring it to the malt shop. <laughs> <laughs> she says, play all my records, keep yeah. dancing, like, leave me alone for a while. But like, even if she's giving you the green light on that, mm -hmm. don't do it. Like, yeah. maybe somebody go over there and console her. <laughs> she's also saying it like this. No, play all my records. Dance all night <laughs> yeah. if you want to do. No, she's if totally, I care. This is total sarcasm. Yeah. She's like, oh, okay. well, I care. Yeah, go play all my records. Whatever. This party is terrible. This is, this, <laughs> everyone in this party is a horrible person. Yeah. There's no question about it. And I don't understand how anybody's having a good time. Like, you would want to sit there and play all of her. Does she have really good records? At the, well, she was the only one with record. Maybe player. she did. <laughs> but there, I mean, again, think about back to when you were like 14 if something happened at like a party or a get together it was basically like whatever was happening and then across the room everybody else was like what do we do what do we do I don't know just keep drinking punch <laughs> if you're at a high school party somebody is guaranteed to be crying alone somewhere yeah oh yeah it's that beauty and Johnny just walked birthday party because it says oh what a birthday surprise yeah which is yeah. i love that line i absolutely love that line because it's so passive aggressive <laughs> yes. and so sarcastic that uh, uh when the, the when way they come back the way only a 14 year old girl can be yeah only the way sarcastic yes. and passive aggressive just yeah. cut you to the <laughs> judy and johnny just walk through the door like a queen with her king. First of all, yeah. as we said, douchey to walk back in. Super yes. Um And then she's like, oh, what a birthday surprise. Yeah. Judy's wearing his ring. And I, it, it's like class ring, right? It's They didn't get engaged. Not I don't think they got engaged. Although that's one of the things that happens like in high school, like movies and songs where I'm like, we got our class ring like at the end of the year. Yeah. Like, or, like after we graduated, right? Like it, yeah. we, we didn't have class No, I think rings. it was like you get it like before senior year or something. But oh, you, do you? Yeah, okay. but you yeah. get it. And, and, uh, but I think that wearing a class ring was basically well we did this too i i wore my high school boyfriend's class ring around uh -huh. my neck sure like in 1950 <laughs> um and uh but that's but it might as well have been a pre-engagement engagement ring yeah like that's what it means is basically like oh great now they're gonna get married i'm gonna <laughs> die alone <laughs> that's what she's saying right yeah. then oh what a birthday surprise. <laughs> <laughs> Take your records and get the hell out. As mascara's running down her face. Yeah. yeah. Also, don't let your 14-year-old daughter wear mascara. No, that was a mistake. Right <laughs> that was a mistake. mistake. I guess I don't know that because I got my class ring and immediately put it in my top drawer and never touched it again. Yeah, no. Uh, and then one day took it out and said, well, this thing's dusty. <laughs> <laughs> I just wore brass knuckles instead of a class <laughs> Yeah, well, you had to. We went to a rough school. It's a, yeah. it's a tough Oh, yeah. Real rough. Long story short, this is the worst party oh, yeah. ever. It's awful. It's awful. It's, it's this awful. party sucks. And the people at it suck, too. Yeah. 
Um, and it leaves you with a little bit of a, you know, downer cliffhanger. You're like, oh, well, oh. And she just, uh, there came in and he was wearing her ring and this girl's crying in the corner and everybody else is like, we're almost out of chips. <laughs> and it might as well have like an ellipses. Like, doop, doop, doop. <laughs> More to come. Yeah. So that song ends uh, and Johnny and Judy are together. Mm-hmm. And uh, presumably they always will be forever yeah. and ever in the end of time. This is the the uh, dawn of a, of a new and amazing love uh, that'll never end. Yeah. But, but just you wait. Yeah. Instantly, Leslie Gore turns into Carrie. <laughs> I shall get my revenge. And so, that brings us to Judy's Turn to Cry. When Judy left with Johnny at my party And came back wearing his ring I sat down and cried my eyes out Now that was a foolish thing Cause now it's Judy's turn to cry Judy's turn to cry Judy's turn to cry Cause Johnny's come back Like I said at the top, we, for the first two verses, recap what happened mm-hmm. in It's My Party. Well, she says when she, um sat down and cried her eyes out. That was a foolish thing. Again, yeah. she's a little she, bit crazy. Yeah, she gets this, like, she just sort of clicks on, like, yeah. like an Erica Kane kind of thing. Like, <laughs> now I should have my revenge. Yeah. She's like, why did I cry? I wasted all those tears. <laughs> dance together I felt like making a scene which by the way she did (laughs) she did make a scene she cried in the middle of like the living room yeah and she's like well I don't want to make a scene but I'm going to now her best friend's like well um you already you just made we're dancing over you yeah because Judy's smile was so mean (laughs) these girls are so bitchy Look at my ring, everybody. Well, I don't it's even from know. Johnny. I don't know if it, if it was like a mean smile or just the fact that she was smiling was mm-hmm. mean. Although, if whether if you steal someone's boyfriend in the middle of their freaking party, yeah, that's a mean smile. <laughs> trust me. Even if again, the smile wasn't mean. Again, I've seen that smile. <laughs> And then uh, finally, by our third verse, we start getting new information, which is that um, it's now it's not clear whether or not this is the same party. I don't think. I think it is. I think it definitely is. Oh no, no, I I think it might not be because it says uh, one night I saw them kissing at a party. So I think this is a new party. No, I think that's the same party. Because why wouldn't she say I saw them kissing at my party? And I think that she. This is Dan. You're you're trying to make this manslaughter. Yeah. I'm trying to make this murder. Okay. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, do. this is premeditated, sure, my yeah. friend. Like, she's just like, oh, <laughs> I was so I was so silly. And then I had to be out of school for three weeks. <laughs> but I'm much better now. Yeah. I'm going to go to a party. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the fact that she says one night instead of that night. Right. Like, later on, sure. I saw them dancing at a party, at, at this party, in yeah. my living room, okay. in my house, while I was crying, during my records. <laughs> 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 my friends were dancing to my music. Yeah, I think that it's totally a different party and she walks in and she like instantly like zoom in to them kissing. She's like, <laughs> she just, uh, she uh, opens uh. the door, she sees him, she's like, son of a bitch. Yeah. And then she goes into like murder mode. Yeah. So Leslie decides, how can I be more horrible than I've already been? <laughs> um, I know I'll use some innocent guy. 
uh, I'll kiss him. Mm-hmm. Then Johnny gets jealous and punches this guy out. Yes. Yeah, uh, she randomly just grabs some some guy who's like just standing there. Some other guy. I wouldn't even get invited to this party. <laughs> Like he, he wasn't expecting to go, but he's like, oh, I got dragged. Do you think she just like tackled him and started kissing him? Or? I think she just sort of walked up to him, right. grabbed him, and, and kissed him. Johnny sees this, yeah. flips the hell out. Yeah. yeah. You don't want a guy who's that unstable. No. I mean, he's going <laughs> to he's gonna leave Judy, like shove her aside and punch this guy in the face. Yeah. Man, oh man. Also, uh, yeah, conniving, just manipulative woman she's yeah. aw- oh, awful she's awful she's, she's absolutely awful. awful you know what you do you know how you take care of that in our in our school <laughs> apparently we came from the streets down yeah. but you what you do is when you see judy kissing johnny you punch judy you don't oh, yeah. get another guy to kiss you and then have the guy punch you and punch no don't well, yeah, this, punch poor, this poor guy doesn't know what hit him i mean he does it's johnny johnny yeah. hit him yeah. yeah but like it's just wrong yeah, yeah. everything it's, about this is wrong well, and 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 to to cap off the horribleness when johnny hits him she says because he still loves me, that's why. Yeah, not because he's some sort of crazy guy. <laughs> he clearly has violence issues. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and she's she loves that about him. Yeah. Yeah. All of these people, except for the poor innocent guy who gets punched, they're Terrible. just horrible. Yeah. Because on, on top of that, it's like, if Johnny dumps you for Judy in the middle of your party, why are you trying to get him back? Yep. He's a horrible person. Because you're a 14-year-old girl. <laughs> that's why. I would, I would like to think that... Judy then gets together with the guy that Johnny punched. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and they do great. And Johnny and Leslie, just the worst people. Just, oh, uh, just terrible. Does Meth Johnny, heads. Does Johnny ask for his ring back at that point? I don't know. You have to. You, you probably, have to get it back. I mean, he probably he just yanks it off of okay. Or does she just take it off and she says, you could take this ring back and throws it at him and storms yeah. out. Or Johnny just punches Judy. And <laughs> yeah. Johnny punches everybody at that. <laughs> Anybody he hasn't punched already is getting punched. I, yeah. I think every... Best to play possum. Jo- Johnny's catchphrase is Johnny Punch. <laughs> yeah, I think every... every does he say that as he punches? He goes, Johnny Punch! And punches. <laughs> Whatever the thing is. He's a superhero. Yeah, yeah every high school has uh, a couple or uh, a... Th- I want to say threesome, but that's all right. Every, a, a triangle. A triangle sure. that everybody else just hates. They have their friends, but even their friends don't really like them. It's like, this is just too much drama for my like already hormone adult <laughs> body to deal with. And now I got to deal with this stupid triangle. And that's this. Th- these three are that. Like, you know, I'm sure that Leslie's Leslie went up to her friends and was like, I'm going to go to that party where Judy and Johnny are going to be. And her friends were like, why, why are you don't doing do that? I already have history don't, homework don't to do. I got to deal with this shit now. Come on. God, can we have one night where Johnny's not <laughs> punching somebody and you're not crying in the corner? Yeah. And Judy's not just being an idiot, smiling. <laughs> that's all Judy that's does. All- <laughs> it wasn't a mean smile. She just That's all she yeah. does. Oh. I also wonder, like, why do people invite her to parties like <laughs> this is two consecutive parties where there is non-stop drama and apparently violence yeah yeah and does she it, it's like in murder she wrote like anywhere they invited angela lansbury yeah. jessica fletcher yeah someone would someone die. would die yeah stop inviting her places <laughs> and yep. nobody dies anywhere leslie Gore gets invited a party is ruined yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah just awful awful so in general i mean just what we've learned is that there are three terrible people who all deserve each other. Yeah. And they should all just be in a triangular relationship, just a polyamorous relationship with each other. Because nobody else wants them. Yeah. This song can only have been written like pre-1965, right? Mm-hmm. Because yeah, was this was the way 
like love was supposed to be, right? They like you manipulated each other um, and you were horrible to each other. Not like, again, if your boyfriend cheats on you in the middle of a party, just you then don't have anything to do with him. Like this is the birth of a like horrible, violent, codependent (laughs) relationship (laughs) that we're seeing. Like this is going to play itself out over and over again right. until about I would guess 1977 where Leslie finally stabs Johnny to get to death in a fit of rage. <laughs> yeah. Right? We can agree with that. So yeah. So this is the beginning of a beautiful codependent relationship where, that well, I'm sure will end with like seven kids <laughs> a broken down car yeah. and a, a cigarette hanging out of somebody's mouth and so, some screen door slamming and like, <laughs> I'll be back when I'm back <laughs> Leslie. <laughs> Uh, and an uncomfortable running. Are you going to Judy? <laughs> an uncomfortable running with Judy in the grocery store. Oh no, I'm I'm doing fine. How are you, Judy? You're well, me well. and some other guy. No. <laughs> we live up on the hill now. <laughs> His face healed nicely. <laughs> um, okay. All right. Well, uh, we're gonna take a quick break, and we come back. We're talking about the history of both of these songs. What story behind the story? All right, hey gang, this episode is brought to you by Tiesta Tea. Now, Tiesta Tea is a premium loose leaf tea, and they're telling you to live loose. And they sent us some, and I've been having it every day at about 3 o'clock when uh, I start getting tired at work, uh, and I need a little pick-me-up. And uh, I'll tell you what I love. It's Like I said, it's a loose leaf tea, and I like the ritual. You got to put it in the little bag, you boil the water, you put it in the, in the cup, and it's, it's deli- I mean, it's just, it's fresh, it's delicious, it's great, and like I said, it's a great pick-me-up for the middle of the day. Rachel, yeah. you, you've had some. I have. I, what I like about it is I'm actually currently drinking, right at this very moment, in my I nice. Heart Cats uh, mug, <laughs> uh, the Chai Love, which is a spiced chai black tea, and it's one of the Energizer teas, which gives me um, a little boost like you said, three o'clock gives you the boost. But I've also had the lavender and chamomile, and that's the relaxer. And it just kind of uh. chills me out, which is great. It's really nice. terrific. And if you want now, uh, you can get 15% off at tiestatea.com when you use our discount code StorySong15. That's tiestatea.com. Use the discount code StorySong15. Save 15% off and uh, get it. You'll love it. Listen to uh, our show. While you're drinking it, it's the perfect combo. TiestaTea.com. Live loose. All right, we're back, and it's time for the story behind the story for both of these stories. Michael, what do we got? Yeah. Well, let's. Uh, well, first, uh, these songs were both recorded by uh, Leslie Gore, yes. who was huge in the world of 60s pop. Yeah, really um, was. In addition to It's My Party and Judy's Turn to Cry, Unless, she had. Yeah. No, oh, go on, sorry. Uh, the pop, almost a pop standard at this point, mm-hmm. You Don't Own Me. Yeah, yeah. sure. Um, never did, never will. <laughs> Uh, Sunshine, Lollipops, and Rainbows. I hate that song. I love um, that song. Now, it's funny that uh, I feel like these two songs, And You Don't Own Me, are almost like diametrically opposed. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, she's like, I'm a strong, confident yeah. woman. I don't need you to tell me what to do. Whereas this song is like, whatever whim, <laughs> I will, like, you know. I will follow him. Yeah. <laughs> Johnny punched a guy because he loves me. Yeah. Yeah. But so you don't own me. Yeah. <laughs> he kind of does. So she grew. She grew. Right. Yes. Um, and let's not forget, Leslie Gore, of course, mother of Al Gore. 
So, oh, so she must yeah. have been really sure. proud. Sure. One hundred percent not true. <laughs> not true at all. I like to invent one fact. <laughs> Who are we? Paper lace. Mm-hmm. Come on. Oh, poor paper. <laughs> <laughs> poor Mr. Lace. Yeah. Um, so both of these songs were produced by Quincy Jones. Sure. Um, I love the cue. <laughs> Uh, the uh, it, it's it's my party went to um, number one As on well the Hot 100 uh, for two weeks in June of 1963, yeah. and in a weird kind of you don't know what R and B is way <laughs> went to number one on the R and B charts after the fact um, around the same time like yeah. two weeks later uh, mid June 63. Well, I'll tell you, weeks. man, she's got the blues. <laughs> she really does. <laughs> she really does. So she's got the B in that. She got she, and there is a rhythm. Yeah. yeah. So she's got the uh, Judy stole Johnny blues. <laughs> yeah. So, so I'll kiss some other true. guy. Blues. So, Michael, I can't see the problem here. This all makes makes perfect sense to me. Produced by Quincy Jones. Uh, But um, It's My Party went to number one. Judy's Turn to Cry, like many sequels, failed (laughs) to reach. Not as good as the original. Not as good as the original. People are like, "Um, we've had it with this story. But, I mean, it did well on its own. uh, Judy's Turn to Cry went to number five uh, on the Hot 100. Yeah. And number 10 in the R&B singles. Yeah. I'll tell you this. Back then, the Some Other Guy, he was the Jar Jar Binks of that generation. <laughs> People are like, I'm yeah. not ready oh. for this new character. Like this new character My introduced. goodness. Well, you know why it only went to number 10 on the R&B charts is why? because there she had far less blues. Yes. Right. At that True. point, she, yeah. uh, she got Johnny back. So she so was she happier. Was set. Yeah, she was set. Yeah. She loved him. Uh, There's also no rhythm to that song. Yeah. So. <laughs> And there have been cover versions of it. Uh, Brenda Lee covered it. The Chiffons covered it. The Chipettes. Oh, of course the Chipettes <laughs> covered it. It's my party and I'll cry if I want to. Cry if I want to. Cry if I want to. You would cry too if it happened to you. <laughs> so Leslie Gore also had kind of a, an interesting career. She, uh, Her younger brother, Michael, mm-hmm. is a film composer uh, who won uh, the Academy Award for Best Original Score and Best Original Song for the film Fame. Oh, really? We're going to live forever. (laughs) Awesome. He also is the composer of... Dan, you're going to zone out for a minute. We're going to talk Broadway for a second. Yeah. The musical Carrie, Mm -hmm. which is among the biggest flops in Broadway history. And was just brought back, actually. Yeah. They just restaged it. Off-Broadway, I think. Yeah, but they restaged it. Yeah. And why wouldn't you? (laughs) Somebody's like, no, this story has not finished being told. <laughs> hey, you guys want something to drink or something? <laughs> <laughs> Get back in here! So... But she also wrote the song for fame as with her brother. Yeah. Uh, the song was called Out Here On My Own. Wow. Uh, and was a top oh. 20 hit for Irene Cara. Oh, nice. Um, the what the song it... was in Coco Cries, slowly stripping. Best scene in a movie ever. <laughs> <laughs> One of the things that I love in this is that um, this is from an album where both of them were on an album called I'll Cry If I Want To. Yeah, the album was, I think the single was released first. The, right. It, it's my party single. And then they were like, um, People. one, we need a sequel because <laughs> yeah. this is doing really well. And let's just put together like a concept album. Right. Uh, People love Leslie Gore crying. Yeah. So let's make an entire album of songs that have to do with crying. Yeah, the, the whole album, like it's... <laughs> There's something really sad about a, a crying themed album. <laughs> uh, the the songs on that album 
uh, besides it's my party and Judy's turn to cry, were Cry Me a River. Which is not about her crying. Well, it is about her crying, but again, yeah. revenge. Well, yeah, I, I cried. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I yeah. cried a river over you. Uh, cry. What's that about? Crying. Crying. Okay. Just Let Me Cry. What about that one? Same. Oh. Cry and You Cry Alone. Oh, that's even sadder. Uh... So, yeah. and <laughs> No more tears left to cry. Well, I mean, they're literally all about crying. And the last the last uh, song on the album is another show tune. Sorry, Dan. Uh, the Party's Over. So it opens with It's My Party, ends with The Party's Over. That's actually kind of brilliant. Yeah, I, I love this album. You need to own and it. And then in between, all you do is you cry. <laughs> do not get that album and then listen to it while you're in a warm tub with a razor. <laughs> <in. laughs> well, also, I mean, this definitely feels like a situation where, like, the single was like a surprise hit. And like, yeah. yeah. Oh, shit, we have to create an album now. Yeah. Oh, definitely. And, I th- I think they and also... pretend like this song was always on this album. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think they also rushed to to create uh, Judy's Turn to Cry. It was released yeah. two mm-hmm. months after yeah. uh, It's My Party. Although back in those days, that stuff happened all the time. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you, like if you ever look at like, I mean, this is just an example, but like the Beatles, like think of like, mm-hmm. a, like a band now at least like an album and then two years later now, Beatles are like, you know, this thing... Three months later, another album yeah. comes yeah. out. You're like, really? <laughs> What's happening no, right? here? Well, also at the time, I think it was kind of common um, to to sort of create an album around singles. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. albums would just be collections of singles uh, that had radio play. Absolutely. Um, so I think this might have been around the time that that started to change a little bit. Right. Um, you know, like the Sinatra concept albums and, you know, the Beatles. Yeah. Um, uh, Other people. <laughs> yes. Now, here's the thing about Leslie Gore that's that's kind of awesome. So she's known for these songs, uh, It's My Party and Judy's Turn to Cry, all about trying to get the guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In 2004, she started on PBS, um, she started hosting a show about uh, the LGBT uh, community. Uh-huh. And then in, 2000- in the life. In the life. And then in 2005, she came out as a lesbian yeah. Uh, and she's been living with her partner for like 23 years. Right. So, she doesn't give two craps about Jack. <laughs> she was, she so. was really more upset about what Judy was yeah. up to. She was, she was upset that Johnny and Judy left together. <laughs> uh-huh. Not because Johnny left with Judy, but yeah. because Judy left with Johnny. Yeah, yeah. she she ha- she actually bought a ring for Judy. <laughs> she's like, no, That's she's wearing thing. his ring. No. Nobody's going to understand us for a very long time. Man, oh man. Now, I love the idea... Of the song sequel. Maybe not the song itself, but I love the concept of here's a song and then we do a direct sequel to it. Mm -hmm. And there are only two real ones that I know of. This and Let's Twist Again. Which was literally, the twist was the same thing. It was like, the twist was so popular. What are we going to do? Let's twist again. (laughs) If you didn't didn't think that a song could be um, (laughs) even more, like, specifically ripped off of the previous one, like, the twist, and then let's twist again, which basically is the same, um, it's basically the same melody and stuff. Yeah, basically, Yeah. yeah. But I think I think they waited a little bit longer for let's oh, twist absolutely. again. They like, did it last summer. They, they, yeah, they waited one year. Yeah. They said, let's twist again like we did last. Like summer. we need a summer hit. Let's yeah. Let's twist again. <laughs> this they rushed it out in two months. Like the, the well, story they, was they, fresh they, on people's. They mind. knew this was going to cool off. <laughs> <laughs> and also, this was a story that was unfinished. The twist yeah. was just let's it's a twist. Dance. Yeah, and then we're going to twist again. Right, and yeah. then again and again. I guess. <laughs> There was a there was a third single in that trilogy. It was hey, remember two years ago we were, <laughs> we were twisting? twisting. We're gonna twist one more time. It's yeah. more like last year and less like two years ago, but yeah. it's still really good. And then we'll do the mashed potato. Open parentheses. Colon the quickening. <laughs> <laughs> oh 
Judy's turned to cry. <laughs> so, and these were the first, uh, I don't know if the first two, but the, the first single produced by Quincy Jones was was It's My Party. He mm-hmm. also produced Judy's Turn to Cry. He met with Leslie Gore, uh, the 16-year-old Leslie Gore, um, and brought her a bunch of songs. And I think It's My Party was the one that they both sort of agreed on. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's how that came to be. Amazing. That was a good choice. Way to go, Quincy. <laughs> it's my party. It's my party. Great song. Yeah. Judy's turn to cry. Eh, it's all right. It's my party's a great song. Judy's turn to cry. Necessary follow up. Yes. I don't know if it was necessary, but it's it's. it's <laughs> I wanted her to, to end notable. on a high note. Right. Yeah. It's and, notable for the fact that it's direct sequel to. Yeah. It's my party. Yeah. Have something happen, and and honestly, have something happen at a party, go up to the host and be like, sorry about that, and then have them try to not say, you know what, it's my party, <laughs> and I'll cry if I want to. That's yeah. the thing, like, the, the, Member? the far-reaching <laughs> implications of this song, like, that became part of, like, the American vernacular, like, yeah. like, it's my party and I'll cry if I want to, I think there was, there was a movie called It's My Party, people mm-hmm. say it, yeah. not all the time, right. but I guess in party situations, so I wonder if, if... There are there people that think that the the phrase just exists, or mm-hmm. that they know? Do they? Does everybody know that it came from the song? I'd like to think they do. I think yeah. the song maintained a certain degree of popularity. Yeah, I feel like people know this song. I don't think it matters what generation you're from. I think they know of a song that's yeah. called "It's My Party." Yeah, they might not know that it was by Leslie Gore and that Quincy Jones produced it, and it was and that it went to that, and that's one why, on Billboard charts. Yeah, that's, why, that's why they why come to us. Yeah, that's why we're here. Yeah, yeah. for for your benefit we're here to entertain and educate (laughs) thank you well they're also like um this song is also one of the things that like it's perfectly of its time right Mm -hmm. like when you hear this song you're just immediately like early 60s and like if you see a movie with the early 60s like you're probably gonna hear this song (laughs) at some point like it's like this perfect like yes this is that that's what calculates that like five-year period right yeah so much so that several years later or a couple years later when she did um, you don't own me. It's like a completely different mindset. Yeah. The song sure. sounds completely different. Her and hair it's is just different. A, her hair is different. <laughs> she wore a different costume. Uh, the lighting was different. But yeah. it's it's she had crow's feet. It was. It was <laughs> <laughs> but it's only a couple of years later. But I think the the mentality yeah. um, changed. The mentality of society, and and I think the sound of the music changed a bit. Yeah. So it is very much of that of its very specific time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That time of fourteen-year-olds <laughs> being catty and dramatic and yeah, bitchy. Thank God that's over. Right? <laughs> that those that era never come back again. We've all learned. <laughs> all okay. right. Well, um, we're gonna take a quick break. When we come back. We're talking about the lesson we learned from one of these songs. We'll be right back. We might seem too cool and aloof, but we love to connect on social media. Follow us on Twitter at story underscore song, on Instagram at story song podcast, and on our Facebook page. It's your ticket to the in crowd, daddy-o. All right, we're back. It's time to talk about the lesson we learned from from one of these two songs, or both. It's up to you. Rachel, we'll start with you as always. What do you got? Well, here's what I learned. Uh, if your relationship is a little bit rocky, maybe forego a full birthday party this year <laughs> and instead have an intimate little uh, dinner between you and your 16-year-old uh, Johnny. Sure. Don't invite any other <laughs> girls. Yeah. It will end poorly. Just asking for trouble. Yeah. Michael. 
I learned that, uh, Leslie Gore, while I adore you, um, mm-hmm. I feel like you don't know me. Um, <laughs> Never did. Because uh, you say in the song that you would cry too if it happened to you. I would not cry too if this happened to me. You know right. what I would do? I would put on my poker face. Yeah. I would go out there and I would have a good time because it's my damn birthday party. Yeah, I would right. dance to my records. Yeah. I wouldn't just let everybody else dance to my records. Mm-hmm. I would dance to my own records. That's pr- yeah, it's pretty pres- presumptuous of her to be like, you would cry too. Yeah, you don't know me. Yeah, yeah no, no, you don't. Get to know me first and then tell me <laughs> what I would do in this situation. Yes, good point. Good point. Daniel, what I, do you I got? With that. I mean, I, by the way, would definitely cry my eyes out. <laughs> you were so much more stronger than you're, I am. You're a big crybaby. So. Well, I would cry after everybody left. Oh, yeah, no, of course. Mm. Yeah, yeah. No. But during the party, I, like, no. what am I going to do? Up, like, soldier. wait for everybody to leave, then dance? No, I'm going to dance with everybody. Yeah. Get them the hell out of my house, and I'm just going to sit there and have a good cry. Be a good yeah. little soldier. Watch beaches. Yep. yep. Cry my way through it. <laughs> Maybe a little way we were. Sure. You want to know why? Because you're a good host, Michael. Yeah. yeah. And that's what it comes down to. It comes down to being a good, gracious yeah. host. Exactly. And if this happened to me, I would put on mascara and then cry. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. I would knows. Make a point. If you're going to cry, yeah. put the mascara on because it, it makes it so much more dramatic. Yeah. yeah. Well, I learned if you're going to tell the story of your ex-boyfriend punching out some guy to win you back, be sure to recap everything that happened before. <laughs> don't, don't, because you, you really want the audience to be invested in the whole story. So yeah. really make sure you get all the details yeah. of what happened right before that moment. Um, so the, the, the impact of the punch is really felt. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, it's really just an epilogue. Exactly. <laughs> and they made it into a whole song. Right. <laughs> Good point, um, Daniel. Um, all right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you for our two-parter in a way, but yeah. not really. So yes, this very special episode. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm Dan McInerney. I'm Michael Gazelle. And I'm Rachel Oaks. Uh, we'll be back next week with another great story song. Thank you guys for listening. Thank we'll you. Be you. sure to tell your friends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we'll, uh, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Okay, we're back. Yeah. That was uh, the Leslie Gore collection. Um, <laughs> That's right. We hope, Two we hope sides you guys of a enjoyed coin, that. You know? uh, any other, uh, any parting thoughts? Well, I'm, I'm going to say this since we're in the time of, you know, since we're in t- 2021 or 2022, like mm-hmm. um, how technology has changed. We were in the same, and I know we've said this before about the differences in the 10 years. But mm-hmm. we were in the same room doing that, and it sounded like we were in three different places with three different <laughs> sets of equipment. Yep. We are currently in three different places, and it's, it'll yeah. sound like we are much closer together than we yeah, are yeah. in that, that episode. I, I know that has nothing to do with Leslie Gore, but those are the type no. of things that always intrigue me that we've come, we've come so far. And like Dan said, the fact that our, our episodes used to be like two and a half minutes like commercial breaks. <laughs> we we like to um in the original run we like to be able to to fit each episode on one side of a 45. That's right. That so. a, yeah. Sure, that was the that point. That was the big difference. That was the yeah. point. Sure. But, sure. Yeah, yeah, that was this is the laser disc era. So yeah. we we don't have yeah, to yeah. flip it over um when you listen to it. But uh but I will say um one of the things I love about this episode and that I love about these songs. I mean the songs are fantastic to begin with and um, Leslie Gore's amazing. Like, I am I'm, I'm a big fan of hers. But um, these songs in particular, like you do hear from time to time, there will be a sequel to a song. Yeah. But the fact that it's my party was so huge that 
she released a sequel that was also a hit that was about a story song that featured in the title a secondary character from yes. the first song. Right. And people were like, yes, I know exactly what you're talking about. I yeah. will buy this single. This is perfect. Well, yeah. I mean, the fact that it, yeah, they had paid so much attention that it was yeah. essentially like, like a spinoff to, and you, I mean, you, you had to know who Judy was. You, right. you had to have right. heard the first song, uh, but also, and you know, not to be mean about it, but usually a story song sequel, it's, it's a sign of desperation, right? It's somebody trying to, you know, rekindle some magic that, that they've lost. Uh, this is not that case. This no, was this not. song was a smash hit, and it was, like, such a smash hit, they were like, we got to get a second one. People want to know what's going on with Judy. Um, <laughs> yeah, so, and so, it, it wasn't like, like you said, a lot of those sequels are kind of, like, they don't show a lot of effort. This kind of does. Right. Like, it, it's yeah. a yeah, completely yeah. different angle on the story where if – if it was like most story song sequels, it would be like, well, I'm having another party and now right. I'm crying another again. Party. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yes. And then the or third song would be like, why can't I throw a good party? This is, right, right. um, this is her flipped... getting Johnny back. Right. And they flipped the script. Yeah. It was like, right. what if, what if we, yeah, yeah. What if we change this premise? So, uh, um, she's not crying yeah. anymore. No, definitely not. Um, well, uh, all right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, we hope you enjoyed that. Uh, we'll be back, uh, very soon with a original story song with a new episode. Um, and we'll be, uh, continually to release these classics, uh, up until the time that we run out of old episodes. So (laughs) you guys will enjoy that. Uh, so thank you so much for listening. I'm Dan McInerney. I'm Rachel Oaks. And I'm Michael Gazelle. We'll talk to you next time. Thanks for listening, and goodbye. Bye. Bye. Our theme music was written and performed by Jason Flowers. Find him on Twitter at Jason Flowers with a Z. Some of our bumper music was provided by Purple Planet Music. Our logo was designed by Dan Geva. Be sure to like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at story underscore song, and on Instagram at story song podcast. And don't forget to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you find your podcasts. The Story Song Podcast is a proud member of the Pantheon Podcast Network. Go to pantheonpodcasts.com. Thanks for listening. It's the story song. Sound effect <laughs> and episode. Uh, flashback harp dot mp3. <laughs> it's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. 
Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any fantasy points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.